Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. On today's Get Ready for the Future show, as we enter the final month of 2018, what can the world of rock and roll teach us about retirement? The answer may be more than you think. Connecting the Rolling Stones with rolling averages on the S&P 500. You see what I did there? I did. That's show starts stuff. right now. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. I worked hard on that, by the way. I just <laughs> pulled that one completely <laughs> out of thin air. This, this is not a natural line to draw, no, right? It's I mean, not. <laughs> rock and roll retirement. That's the subject of December, all month long on the Get Ready for the Future show. Welcome as we enter this final month of 2018. My name is Scott Inman. To my left is Chad Roller. How good are morning. you, sir? Good you morning. You didn't chime on, on my, in on my fantastic I'm a little, a little slow on the rock and roll decades. I, <laughs> I didn't get to, I didn't get to experience it firsthand. Yeah. Well, well, it depends on what you consider the rock and roll decade, right? It wasn't live. It was Memorex for It was a for decade, him. by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's living on. That's that's kind of the whole point today. John Shrewsbury to my right, Janet Walker to his, as the GenWealth team assembles to talk about rock and roll retirement. So it's a theme all month long, and, and this is not... Not a natural theme. You know, a lot of times we come in and, and, and we plan our shows, guys, and we think, oh, well, yeah, we, you know, we've had a, a, an experience like this that connects to this. And there's all sorts of analogies. We use sports and football probably more than any other thing. Rock and roll is not a natural one, at least not if you say it and then just think about, okay, what does rock and roll have to teach us about retirement? Well, when we have a season in Arkansas uh, like we've <laughs> yeah. had, we find something else, <laughs> anything else to talk about. Please, yes, yes. please get it over with. So I, I think I love this. I think uh, this is right in my wheelhouse because I, I'm an old radio guy and I, I grew up playing music on the radio. I was 16 when I started in, in radio. And so it's it really comes natural to talk about about music, particularly rock music, and and kind of the interesting thing that's going on right now with rock and roll and really no retirement. All right, we're going way back on that one. Yeah, this is uh, one of the old, old rockers. This is The Who from back in the 60s. Hope I die before I get old, huh? Uh, do you, John, do you really late. hope that? <laughs> it's too late, John. <laughs> <laughs> Your wish did not come true. Wow. You know, you know when you when you when you aren't in the cool crowd, you just throw rocks. That's just what it is. So Janet just has to sit over here and just throw rocks. You know what can I say? But but there is a really interesting things going on with uh, with rock and roll and 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 this whole issue of retirement. You know, the Rolling Stones they're coming out on tour. Again. Again. Mm -hmm. In the 70s. Do they roll out in wheelchairs at this point? Not in the 70s, but in their Their 70s. 70s. Right. And about 10 years ago, uh, the famous radio guy, Don Imus, opined on his radio show, and I think it's even more appropriate today, when he said that there's something greatly disturbing about a 60-something-year-old man standing up on stage shaking it, saying, I can't get no satisfaction. (laughs) Well, how much more disturbing is that? With a guy in his 70s yeah. doing that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just don't get it. So anyway. So the idea is they're going to work until they till they die, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean and they, they don't always think they're going to because clearly, unlike the majority of Americans, many of them think that uh, or should have plenty of money to live the rest of their life without working. But yet they come back. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. And then the other side of that, John, is there's... The Rolling Stones going out on tour in their 70s, and many rock stars don't ever get there. Uh, you're true. Uh, absolutely true. Uh, there's this uh, club called the 27 Club, uh, and it has people like Keith Moon from The Who, John Lennon, of course, from The Beatles, Jim Morrison from The Doors, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain. They all died before they got old. They all died before 27. And so there's that end of the rock and roll connection of, you know, it doesn't matter about retirement because you never got there. But then there's the other end of uh, of it w- w- that is being exemplified, I think, very greatly by by Mick Jagger and the crew. You know, they just kind of keep on going. And, and it can't be for the money. Obviously, it yeah. can't be for the money because uh, they could probably live on their royalties for, I don't know, 
10 decades or something of that nature, but, but it has to be for something else. It's, it's really about, uh, the love of what they do. And Passion. a lot of, and a lot of people are in that, in that mode today yeah. in their retirement. It's really not about the money. They have plenty of money to retire, but they really love what they're doing, Janet. You know, for, for so many of the, uh, we'll call them all rock stars, for so many of them, they have been able to pursue their passion through their career. But for a lot of people, they don't get to do that. They, they've had a job for however long, and it's not something that they were necessarily passionate about. It was just what they had to do to put food on the table for their families. But what retirement offers many people is the opportunity to truly pursue whatever their passion might be. Yeah, and some of them, uh, you know, have ended up in some jobs, maybe because they rock and roll a little bit too much in the 20s, <laughs> you know, so uh, you, you things, because of what you've done in your younger ages, didn't take care of your uh, your body like you, you thought you might needed to, uh, you get to retirement, you get to the 60s, the 65 age range, and you just don't feel like getting up and doing what you've been doing for the last 30 years. Well, I think it's interesting. There are some rock stars out there, and I, I meant to do the research on this. Maybe next week I'll, I'll have this down, but there are some rock stars that actually did retire. They they were smart with their millions. Uh, they put it away, and now they're living you know a lap of luxury life and not really out there grinding it out anymore, and uh, they, they actually did it the right way and so that's uh, that's it's really interesting to see this group of people uh that that uh, these entertainers that just you know uh gave everything that they had as far as their careers were concerned and how different outcomes have have cropped up over the years there's an interesting article called the age of retirement out of some retirement planning uh, resources we're looking at and and when you talk about age i think a lot of it you said it's not about the money uh that the rolling stones keep going back out on stage they do maybe have a passion for what they do but also a little bit of that is is they're still trying to tap into the fountain of youth. I mean, they're still living yeah. those days like they're in their 20s. And, you know, the, the idea of age in general has certainly changed over the years. You've probably heard the, the phrases that 40 is the new 30 and 50 is the new 40 and 60 is the new 50. And, you know, yeah. it's going to keep going and keep going. And now 70 is the new 60. We're all in search of trying to live. I mean, we all want to live, most people want to live as long as they can. And, and, and hanging on to their youth is the way they do that. But it sometimes comes at the cost of what the future is going to hold. Well, I wrote in my blog on, on our website uh, the other day because I'm, I can see 60 from where I'm at right now. It's it's not too far down the right. road. And and I wrote that, you know, I'm sitting here trying to, to reconcile this whole uh, deal of me thinking it was so ridiculous when people came up with this, the 60s, the new 40 deal. And now I kind of believe that, you know, it's right. like, okay, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm into yeah. that. That's, yes. uh, that's actually pretty good. I, and, and here's the interesting thing. You know, when I think back about uh, old people and and people that were in the '60s and what have you, they acted old back then. You know, when I was young, yeah. they acted. It was a different '60s. Yes, yeah. it, they yeah. acted old, and now, you know, I I don't feel old. I feel like I'm, you know, uh, still got lots of mileage left, and and love to do fun things and all of that. And so, I think there is a different mindset about it, and and oftentimes that different mindset drives us to do different things well and there's a different standard of living too i mean you got to take a look at you know the higher education the improved nutrition although you know choices there there are improved nutrition yeah. but but the uh the standard fast food is is not improved by any means but you know home improvements uh, the overall standard of living has has enabled us to have some basically uh ease of life you yeah. know hey you can tell alexis tell you turn your lights on you don't even have to get up anymore right there is a, a definite psychological factor to this as well, and, and we're running out of time here in our first segment. I'll just be able to tip, uh, hit the tip of the iceberg here and then get into it on the other side of the break. But this article that we're referencing talks about age not just being a chronological number. It's about other characteristics. We'll talk a little bit about that as we get going on rock and roll retirement all month long on the Get Ready for the Future show back in a minute. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this. (laughs) 
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Well, if you have been to Disney World lately, the ups and downs have been fun. Otherwise, if you've been looking at the market, John, lately since the really the couple of weeks before the midterm elections, going back into October yep. and, and the rest of November has not been a very fun ride in the markets. Lots of ups and downs, and quite frankly, more downs than ups. Yeah, we have had a tremendous uh, amount of volatility. The markets are off roughly about 10 11% somewhere in that neighborhood uh, from their highs. And, and But in, Scott, from a perspective standpoint, if you step back yeah. and look at most accounts that we deal with here at GenWealth, uh, on a year-over-year basis, we're kind of either flat or maybe down slightly. So perspective is a, is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But we are fielding some calls calls from, from clients with concerns about where are we at, what's going on, what are you doing, why didn't you do this, why didn't you do that. And I want to be sure that we deliver some great transparency here. Uh, there is not a time in the world that you're going to catch us being a, a reactionary person or a reactionary advisor in terms of emotionally invested in what's going on. That's mm-hmm. not what we get paid to do. As a matter of fact, we get paid to be disconnected and look at this from an objective standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the indicators that we are concerned about, volatility is there, but there is really not an awful lot of economic substance behind that volatility. One of the things that we look at very carefully are the five forecasters that LPL Research has put together. And these are five economic indicators like stock valuations, market breadth, uh, purchasing managers index. But one of the big ones is the leading economic indicator, Scott. And what we're looking for is a sign of recession because it is not the bumps in the road and the news of the day that really does harm your portfolio long term. In most cases, it is a recession that does damage to your portfolio. And so we're looking for a recession. And really, there's not a lot of indicators of any recession on the horizon. So let's talk briefly about what the leading economic indicator is. It's it's a forward-looking, future predictor of movements yes. in the economy. Absolutely. And there is an index that kind of brings a composite of these economic indicators like manufacturers, new orders, stock prices, unemployment claims together to, to provide a number. An yes. index is a number, just like the S&P 500 is a number. It's an index. This leading economic indicator index. So let's take a look at what it's done. If you look under the hood, that indicator index has risen or been flat for 29 consecutive months. That's the longest streak in more than 30 years. But what I think is even worth pointing out more than that is when it is negative, it has been a very good predictor of when a recession may be soon to follow. Yeah, if you examine all seven recessions going back to the early 1970s, there are some interesting developments when you look at the leading economic indicators. It turns out that the LEI turned negative year over year on average, eight months before a recession officially occurred. Now, that's a very nice track record. There's no certainty in economics. Just, there's just not. But what you've got to do is you've got to look at the things that do give you some indication that a recession may be coming. Leading economic indicators are one of those indications, if you will, that a recession might be coming if they are negative year over year. We're not seeing that. So we're looking at this and saying, okay, on what basis do we make a decision to come out of equities or something of that nature? Those decisions being fact-based in need are just not there. Yeah. The most recent LEI was up 5.8% year over year. So when it's negative year over year, there is some track record there that suggests a recession could soon follow. We're not there right now. That's a look at the fastest four minutes in investing. Thanks for watching on social media. And the Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. Have a financial question? Want answers? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, your location, and your question. And we'll answer your question on the air.
We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. So glad we're entering my generation of rock and roll now. I was about That's to say good <laughs> stuff. Did, did you? Did you? Can you name the band? White Snake. Very good. Good. I told you I've been listening to eighties on eight all all month long, getting ready for this now, and that's right in my wheelhouse of when I grew up. Wow. Wow. One of the one of the greatest songs of, yeah. of that decade for sure. As we talk about rock and roll retirement, what can the world of rock and roll teach us about our own retirement? We got into that. Uh, a little bit in the first segment. We're going to dive deeper in this one. But before we do, we want to talk about how John and Janet are still living that rock and roll lifestyle. There there are rock stars here at GenWealth, and you, you're keeping a pretty busy schedule these days. <laughs> well, we, we are really excited to be doing our first book signing. Yes. Uh, it is today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Today at 1 o'clock at Wordsworth Bookstores. And if you want to know where Wordsworth is, it is in the Heights. Uh, if you are on Cantrell, you would turn north on University, and it's the first street north of University. Uh, I'm sorry, north of Cantrell on University. So uh, it's in the Heights, right next to Mr. Wick's uh, men's right. clothing store. And we're going to be there from 1 to 2 today to sign copies of Your Retirement Should Be More. So if you are out doing some Christmas shopping mm-hmm. and maybe you are getting close to retirement or you know somebody who is, this will be a fabulous gift for you to uh, stop by and pick up. And we'd be happy to auto- Autograph it for you. I, I'm not sure what the autograph is worth, but I think the I think there's value in the book, though. Yeah, the book is uh, economically priced. Yes, and uh, you can come to Wordsworth, get your copy of Your Retirement Should Be More. We'd be glad to sign it for you if you'd like us to do that, and uh, you'll be at least partial uh, of the way set for maybe a, a year in retirement. A lot of people retire at the end of the year, so getting the book is the first step, and then the second step, Scott, is to actually sit down with an advisor and begin to implement some of the things that are in that book. Yeah, well, let me ask you this, too, because we obviously we, we track uh, how appointment flow and, and, and client uh, onboarding happens month to month, year to year here at GenWealth. How does December rank when, in terms of when people come in for appointments? Well, December is huge for the number of people that actually retire. Yeah. Oftentimes, the appointments happen before December because December 31st is their last day. They're going to walk out on the last day of, of the year or, or something along those lines. And, you know, we, we see it happen all throughout the year, but there's there are peaks, uh, particularly in uh, early summer, and and in the at the end of the year and so we see people coming in all the time and you know if you've waited around and you've thought you know well i'm, I'm going to retire at the end of the year then i'll figure this out you might want to go ahead and get an appointment scheduled now for prepping for that end of the year retirement because janet it is really critical that you have at least a little bit of a head start yeah, on this absolutely you know there are a lot of people who will also wait till the end of the year you know as far as their actual working days right but then they use their sick leave next year so mm-hmm. that they're still officially employed to get some kind of bonus or whatever. We see that all the time. And so if you're one of those people and thinking, you know, you've still got two or three months into next year, it's time to sit down with an advisor. So make that phone call, make it happen so that you can get your retirement plan together because we believe your retirement should be more. 501-653-7355. If you have a chance to write that number down, If you're somewhere where you can put pen to paper, 501-653-7355 to book an appointment with a GenWealth advisor near you. We have offices in West Little Rock, Bryant, Hot Springs, El Dorado, Shreveport, Bossier City. So there's an advisor near you if you're hearing our show today. And that first appointment is complimentary. No charge to you, no cost to you just to sit down and spend a couple of hours and talk about your goals, your retirement dates, everything you need to build a plan for you. Also want to mention... A Gen Wealth Academy workshop just around the corner as well. Just a few days away, in fact. December 4th. That's coming up Tuesday. 6.30 is the start time. The location is the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. Another great opportunity to, if retirement is looming for you, whether it's at the end of the month or it's your 65th birthday coming up in 2019, whenever that is, if that date's close by, even within the next five years, the three big retirement risks 
is a great Gen Wealth Academy workshop to attend. And, and John, it's about the three big risks that we've tabbed here that everyone will face in retirement. There are some big risks in retirement, but it really boils down to these three that we're going to highlight at the workshop. And uh, if you deal with these three risks, you've got about 90% of the game pretty well taken care of as far as your retirement income is concerned. Now, retirement is more than just your income, as we write in the book. And so there are other things to do in retirement planning. But the three big risks, if you don't get those right, then it really doesn't matter because you may not have a retirement. But you want to be sure to get those three big risks right. And so we're going to go into into detail about that on December 4th at 630 at the Crown Plaza, absolutely free of charge. You can come be educated a little bit and find out more at uh, the Crown Plaza December 4th. Give us a call at 501-653-7355 to register, or you can go online to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. And I'd ima- I would also mention if you don't have, if you're riding, if you're going Christmas shopping, you're in your car right now, you can't write that number down and you don't want to forget it. Just think getreadyforthefuture.com. When you get around a computer, you'll be able to find all the office numbers there uh, that you need to book that appointment. So there's some great opportunities uh, to get some education, to get some insight in your retirement without it costing you anything to come in on an appointment or come to the Gen Wealth Academy workshop. Boy, we're busy. Book signing today, (laughs) one to two. And you can also get your retirement should be more. If you can't make that book signing, what's the best way to get the book? best way to get the book is go to our website and you can actually order it straight from Barnes and Noble on our website. Uh, your retirement, uh, retirement should be more.com is the website retirement should be more.com. And you can go straight to that and order it straight from Barnes and Noble and they'll ship it right to you. All right. So we're talking rock and roll retirement, how the world of rock and roll can teach us a few things about retirement. And we, we had a little fun in that first segment about these rock stars who, are in their 70s going back out on tour like the Rolling Stones, some who died early. This concept of age and how psychology really plays a big part in what we think about our future and really even how long we live. I've got to bring this point up uh, from this article we were referencing in the first segment, the age of retirement. And primarily it's because it kind of strikes close to home because I have twin daughters who are 15 years old. And a 2009 study finding Proof that perceived age is more important than one's actual birth date. Listen to this. The study examined the difference of appearance in sets of twins. The researchers asked nurses, teachers, and peers, so people who deal with health issues and those types of things, to guess the ages of each twin based on mugshots. And I assume that wasn't an actual mugshot. We, <laughs> we, we use that term all the time now, right? Just for a picture, just yes. some, some picture a where facial they facial yeah, picture where, where they're not smiling, probably <laughs> yeah. Selfie. Yeah, a yeah. selfie, whatever it is. They use <laughs> the term mugshot. In a given set of twins, the one of the pair that rated younger looking tended to actually wind up outliving their older sibling. Yeah, it's it's not the age that you or are. Older looking sibling, I should mm-hmm. say. It's yeah. not the age that you are, it's the age that you act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and I th- you know, we've all seen folks in their 70s and maybe even in their 80s that didn't even look like they were close oh, yeah. to that age and their their activity and their mindset and their uh energy and everything mm-hmm. really you know, belied what their real age was. Right. We, we've got a client, I know you, you'll know who I'm talking about, who is in his 80s. And were it not for his solid snow white hair, you would think he was in his 50s. Yes. I mean, it just just his his health, everything that he does, uh, his quickness mentally, all of it. And I think, you know, if you think about old retirement, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, meaning back in the day retirement, people were told they were old. And so they acted right. old. Right. And now, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of rock and roll is, is really rebellion and, and, you know, creating a new sound and, and a new way of life and, and all of that type of thing. And, and I think retirement falls right into that. Uh, nobody wants to give in, uh, to age and, and all of that. And so, You've got to think about how you're going to fit into that new generation of retirement because retirement is not a rocking chair existence anymore. Yeah, and I think it brings up a good point, too, that we're talking about the rock and rollers who've gone back out on tour in their 70s because maybe they're passionate about it. They still like what they're doing. Let's face it, a lot of us don't. There's a lot of people who have a job or a career that they, they aren't 
enjoying their life. And it may be making them feel older. It may be actually aging them when you go back to the way perception of your age is based on the way you look and your health, and they need a way out. Scott, we discussed this in Your Retirement Should Be More. It is really about finding what you're passionate about. And maybe you've worked in this job all these years, and it's what you've done to make a living. But now it's time to make a life. And so you've got to think about, okay, this is kind of my my fourth quarter, if you will. This is my, my, my encore, my curtain call. What do I get to do in those last stages of my life that I really am passionate about, that I really want to do? Maybe you've got enough money to actually make that happen. You've saved enough money to to actually substitute for that paycheck that you've been bringing in. Now, it's just like it's a blank slate and you get to just reinvent life. That's why we at times refer to it as life 2.0. Yeah, I mean, we we talk about helping clients fulfill their God-given financial purpose and many times that is not at work anymore. Now, it could be, or it could be volunteering somewhere. There are lots of different ways that that can be defined based on, you know, what's important to you. But we believe as long as you've still got oxygen in your lungs that you have a purpose. So find that and pursue it with passion during your retirement. And Chad, it starts with a plan, really. You've got to have that plan to be able to enact what we're talking about. Right. I mean, if you think about going back to the rock and roll, you think about what it takes to put on a never ending tour. You know, these things, these things are planned out way in advance, you know, ticket sales and to venues, to everything that goes into play in order to put on one of these never ending tours. There is a lot of planning that goes in place to to make it right. That's a great point. They may be singing the same songs they've been singing for 40 years, but the logistics and the planning that goes into every time they sing it. And to be able to keep singing it is greatly important. And it goes back to that plan. And when you talk about the sound and the and the music and how it was creative and, and rock and roll and people didn't like it because it was so new, there's a there's these generations moving into retirement now, and it's starting with the people really retiring right now, but it's going to be even more enhanced as folks in my generation retire and then the millennials retire. They have to recognize that they've got to create a new way. That's right. And think about this. How prophetic was Def Leppard when they put out Rock of Ages and the song starts with uh, the guy saying, I got something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah. You know, that's that is really kind of the idea behind uh, the the new age of retirement. It's better to just keep on going and, and keep on doing whatever that might be. Maybe not working at your old job, but maybe working in a new career. But it's better to to just keep on going than it is to just fade away. And I think that that's a, a huge part of the mindset of a rock and roll retirement. So what goes into that plan? We're going to talk about the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process when the Get Ready for the Future show continues next. <laughs> Your retirement should be more, more than just investments, more about you, and more Get Ready for the Future show. Stay tuned for more. You can't always get what you want. Tired of the commercials? We are too. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Still sounding good at 120 years old or however old he is. <laughs> He's not that old, is he? Uh, that's not the original quite. recording, though, I'm yeah, sure. So, Not quite. Yeah, we're talking rock and roll retirement in today's Get Ready for the Future show. Having a lot of fun and inviting you to join John and Janet for a book signing today at Wordsworth Books. One to two. Wordsworth in Little Rock in the Heights, just north of uh, University and Cantrell Road. If you're out doing some Christmas shopping right now, great opportunity to go in, shop the bookstore, get a copy of your retirement should be more and get a signed copy and have a conversation with John and Janet. They can talk to you about why you guys chose to write the book and uh, and different things like that. And we also have a Gen Wealth Academy workshop coming up next Tuesday, December 4th at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock at 630. It is entitled The Three Big Risk. What are the three big risks that you'll face in your retirement and how do you need to build a plan to take on those risks, possible solutions with investment strategies, income plans. That's all part of the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in this segment, but a little more rock and roll, kind of a little bit of a trivia question, I guess, to get us into this segment. Here's a question for you guys. What do Garth Brooks, Tina Turner, Justin Bieber, and Ozzy Osbourne have in common? (laughs) So we got a little country, we got a little uh, long-term pop sound, we got 
whatever Justin Bieber does and <laughs> hard rock heavy metal and Ozzy Osbourne. They don't they don't seem that's like a, they go in the same sentence. Well, that's I, a pretty I can, eclectic group there. Yes. I actually could envision Garth Brooks doing an Ozzy Osbourne song in in, yeah. in his set or something of that nature. But uh, I, that's that's a good brain teaser. Uh, I'm not sure what they have in common other than they all sing. Well, they all retired from music. So we're talking about rock and roll retirements. They went into a rock and roll retirement, but they also all went back to work. Yes. Yeah. They <laughs> came back. That's not something you really want to do. That's not an exclusive list, by the way. There, no. there, there no. are plenty of rock and roll artists or country artists who said, that's it. I'm done. And then here they come back out. The well, the, you know, the, the kings of that are the people in KISS. Yes. You know, they've had the farewell tour like the 15th time, and now they, they really mean it, they say, well, uh, this first, time. At first it was, you know, we're taking the paint off, right? Yes. We're taking the face paint off. So we yep. retired with face paint, then we retired without face paint. Now we were, just don't retire. But yep. you're right. There's money to be made, right? I mean, well, we, we've yeah. talked about there's passion for what they do. There's there's money to be made. Uh, they, they may want to be... There's habits to support. That's true. You know, <laughs> that's true. And it's not that the kids need braces. It's other things yes. that they like to do that are more expensive. And they probably didn't take care of their money we should point out that that's too. probably true oh. garth probably did but yes. uh, the other folks may have may have not been so fortunate but the the idea here is 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 we're trying to create a new path in retirement so we don't we don't have we don't want to have to go back to work when we pull the trigger and say it's time to walk away from work and retire do you really want to have to go back you want you, some people may want to go back because they just get bored and they want to do something or do something else but building a plan, and as we get into the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, should give you that on paper, on purpose plan to know that you're not going back to work. When you, when you, when you retire, you're actually retired. Well, and, and I think that there's really kind of a, a nuance here. The thing you don't want to do is to retire on purpose and then be forced back into work yes. because your plan failed. And we've seen that. We write about that in our book, Janet. But, you know, the worst appointment we've ever had was somebody that retired on purpose and, and was living the life and came in to see us and was disturbed because they had depleted a significant amount of their assets. Well, and let me clarify. It wasn't that her plan failed. It was that she didn't have a plan. That's right. You know, she had investment products that she felt would meet the need, but there was no written plan. And, and frankly, the only times that we in our careers have seen somebody's retirement fail has been due to one of two reasons. Either, number one, they did not have a written plan or number two they broke that written plan by taking excessive withdrawals you know above and beyond what the plan was able to sustain and so we we firmly believe in the importance of having a written plan as you go into retirement i got to make a point here the the rock and roll retirement is not about the piggy bank is open and let's go have a party and spend all the money as fast as we can but you know chad that's oftentimes a conversation that we have to have with people when they come in because it seems like almost that they have deprived themselves all these years to try to save and now it's party time that they've hit retirement age and and the the coffers are open well and that's when we get into the three big risk and we tar- start looking at longevity and inflation and some of those things that can uh basically spoil the party really quick and then you get into your 70s and it's too late yeah, and we have to have this conversation oftentimes about the fact that, look, we're not trying to be misers here and keep you from your money, but we've got to look at this and think about what if you live to be 100 years old? What if you live to be 90 years old? We we talked with someone just the other day that uh, had a parent that was over 100 years old, and we went, you know, we've probably got to keep that in mind as we, as we plan. And some of those things are not, you know, fun. You don't think about that as being, you know, okay, that's the, the fun thing to do with your retirement money, but it is the prudent thing to do. You will be very glad that you uh, were very uh, conservative with your withdrawal rate early on if you do live a long life. Well, and if it is to be, it is up to me. That saying really right. applies in these uh, modern times when pensions are disappearing. Social Security is really the only guaranteed income source out there that most of us are going to have. So as we dive into the Gen Wealth get Ready to Retire process, we want to talk a little bit at first about the people who are still years away. Recognizing that you've got to do something early on 
is a big key to having a successful retirement and using the investment options other than pensions and social security to be able to get above uh, that in your income in retirement. You know, we, we were, you were referencing Kiss, and I thought of a song they sing, "Love It." Uh, I love it loud. Mm-hmm. You know, back when we had uh, actual stereos and we didn't listen to music on our phones, there was a, a dial that you turned up the volume, and it went right. all the way to ten. So yeah. a lot of people say, "Well, how much?" They come in and ask us, "How much should I be saving for retirement?" Well, I say, "Dial it up to ten. I mean, as much as you can." Yes, because we we've seen the statistics that say your savings rate has more to do with your success in retirement than your rate of return. Yes, absolutely. Your savings rate is what drives your success in retirement to a big degree. And, you know, you have to even think about, can you crank it up even further than 10? Yeah. You know, if you get a match at the uh, at the office, you're cranking it up a whole lot more because now you're getting some help. Mm-hmm. Now you got that booster. You know, you 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 want to, uh, back when we had stereos, you could get like this little uh, yeah. amplifier to the stereo and it would like just like <laughs> rock the neighborhood or whatever. Uh, and so you're dialing it up to 10 may actually give you 13 because yeah. if they're matching 3%, uh, there then you go. there you go. Yeah, that's uh, you, you think about a match being a return on your investment before it's ever invested. You know, if you've got a 50 cent on the dollar match where you work, that's a 50% return on your money before it ever touches an investment. Now, who would not want that, Chad? That's, you know, that that's a no-brainer you would think, but so many people forego that match. Well, and you got to help yourself because the pensions and like we talked about, you know, your my generation, our, my parents, you know, retirement looks totally different than what mine's going to be because of the pension options and some of the the types of uh, vehicles that are out there. So you have to take advantage of uh, of some of those matches in order to to maximize what you're going to be able to do down the road. Now, let me point out too, because I just recently had a, a client contact me. Uh, he just, well, I guess he's been in his new position now for quite some time. I guess it's probably been in that 90 day window. And he just received that 401k enrollment packet. And, ah. and the first thing he did was reach out to me and say, Hey, what, what do I do? Because that's not going to be something that your employer is likely going to, to tell you. So getting some guidance on how you should invest is just as important as throwing the money in. There. Yeah, here it is. Uh, the the uh, HR person walks in and says, you know, I got this form for you to fill out and that form for you to fill out. And by the way, here's your 401k packet. Right. Have it back by Friday. Good luck to you. Yeah. And, and and you're turned loose on something that you don't have any idea what to do. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons that we're so focused on education. Uh, we do a lot of education at people's places of employment even. And it's not in, since we're talking about 401ks, it's not in competition with a 401k provider. We're not looking to come in and provide a replacement for your existing 401k, but to provide education on top of what they may or may not be getting from their 401k provider. Let's use the analogy of the car since we do that uh, oftentimes here at Gen Wealth. We're not competing with a guy that's selling you the car at right. all. What we're doing is we're helping you to learn how to drive that car in a, in the most efficient manner possible, something the dealership has no concept of or really right. any interest in helping you with. Right. And we just believe everybody needs to have a coach. You know, we've talked about in the athletic realm over the years that even the best of athletes always has a coach, whether you're talking about Michael Jordan at the peak of his career or Tiger Woods at the peak of his career, they've all had coaches. You need a financial coach. We have our, our star athlete on the show today, uh, Ch- Chad Roller. The, oh, I thought the, you were talking to me. Uh, no. We're, I, we're talking about QB1. Well, I'm not coming back to make any never-ending tours. I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do think it's interesting in, in the little short time that we've got left in this segment, Chad. I, you were an athlete. You were a quarterback for a high school football team, and you worked with a coach. And the coach didn't come out on the field and, and throw the ball for you or anything of that nature. But what did the coach do for you? Well, there, you know, a coach, I've had several coaches, you know, growing up in different, different types of sports and different, different venues. And, you know, the coach taught fundamentals and, and that is, uh, you know, we see that in, in college sports, we sit in all kinds of sports is they're there to coach fundamentals, but something that going on beyond that is they can sometimes take the emotion 
and give you because you are they're not on the field or on the court or whatever it may be. And so they're seeing things from a different perspective. And I think that's what you've got to do is sometimes when you're out there trying to call your own play, do some things uh, on your own, you say, well, you know, I don't want to pay somebody to help me through this. I've got this. You know, I can read my own, I can read on this my own. But the problem is you've still got the your own emotions that are yeah. tied into those decisions. And so not only are you uh, seeking the advice from a financial advisor for some, you know, some right direction, but it's also getting direction without the emotions tied to your money. And I think that's where uh, someone can really take advantage of having that advisor or that coach in their life. Hey, and as we're talking about rock and roll retirements, even those rock stars have managers. Now they don't, right. they probably don't listen to them. <laughs> and that's why they're still out on tour in their seventies. But everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs a manager. Everybody needs a little guidance along the way. Talking about how does the rock and roll world relate to our retirement? We'll continue to draw some more analogies when we continue on the get ready for the future show. Our final segment coming your way next. Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA. More straight talk about money after this break. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show from the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios. No jungle in here. Guns and Roses as we talk rock and roll retirement today on the Get Ready for the Future show. I've had a lot of fun with this. It's been fun to kind of hear these old songs. They're old to me, I guess. I told you it would be fun. Yes. I just wish everybody could see John playing his air guitar. <laughs> He's very talented. Not on the video, just so you know. <laughs> We're talking about how the world of rock and roll can relate to your retirement, and how can it? We've gone over some some ways that they connect, and, and we mentioned something at the end of the last segment I want to revisit, because we were talking about, Chad was talking about how important a coach is in retirement. Well, that's sort of how we view ourselves at GenWealth as your advisor, but more of your financial coach, helping you, uh, providing that guidance and encouragement along the way to retirement. And I mentioned something, I said, well, these rock and roll guys have managers and maybe they're not listening to their managers, but John, they may have a bad manager. Well, one of my favorite stories of rock and roll is what happened to the old band Grand Funk Railroad. You know, we're an American band, that, that band. Back in the 70s, they were huge. I mean, they were just a instant hit. And they were selling out not just arenas, but stadiums. You know how much they made per week? I'm going to guess not a whole lot. $300 per person per week wow. in the band. Now, they wrote the songs. They played the songs. Mm -hmm. they, they did everything. But this manager actually had them under contract, and that's what he was paying them. And on top of that, the manager has all the rights to their music. Hmm. This was on on uh, behind the music VH1. That's that's where I get this information. Got to be true. So, yeah, so this be true. was so this was a Shark Tank move before Shark Tank. Oh, he it, he wow. got it in yes. perpetuity. This was involuntary servitude almost. Yes. You yes. know, it really was. Hmm. And and so consequently, you have all the you know guys uh, that were in Grand Funk Railroad still trying to scratch out a living to this day. And the manager basically is going, yep, yeah, I did it. What? Mm. Yeah, it's business. Mm. And that was, that was his take. And so, you know, you got to think about who you're relying on for your advice. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, that, that advisor has got to have the heart of a teacher. You can't, those guys were just, you know, kept in the dark and said, go out there and be a rock star and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, Don't worry John, about it. and and that I think that's why you know uh, the workshops and the the worksite uh, workshops that we do is so important because it gives the the public those that we've not met yet an opportunity to see us and receive some education and understand that we're not here just to sell you something. And I think you know most of those that uh, go into the workshops come you know even afterwards. I think there's a somewhat of a relief and kind of a shock also right. because they're like, now you didn't twist my arm and I hadn't signed up for anything and you haven't made me purchase anything tonight. So, so what's the actual, the, what's that next steps? And that's really what we're, you know, we're trying, I know we say it a lot, but we really are trying to educate. And I tell a lot of people, because if you are educated, then you're going to be easier to work with. Right. And that's, and that's what we're looking for is, is clients that are educated enough themselves and it makes our job easier. And when you talk about bad rock and roll managers, what we're really talking about is that manager of Grand Funk Railroad did not have his 
client's best interest in mind. We're talking right. about being a fiduciary is what yeah, we're talking absolutely. about. Yeah, absolutely. What you know, the the unique thing about Gen Wealth is there there are three things. Number one, we are education driven. Yes. Everything we do is driven off of educating our clients and helping them to understand things like the three big risks and, and these things that just don't get talked about oftentimes by by other coaches, other advisors. We're also strategy based. Everything we do has a strategy behind it. We don't invest money in a product just to invest money in a product because we think it's going to do good or something of that nature. There is a reason why we do what we do. It is a strategy-based solution. And the third thing is, is that we're team delivered. We're team delivered with what we do because it's not just an advisor an advisor, one advisor can lead somebody astray, but if there's a team of people working around them, there's some checks and balances there. Yeah. And that, that really does bring a lot of, uh, intellectual capital to the table for the client because there are more people involved in that process. You know, everything that you just described is something that we have done very intentionally from the foundation of GenWealth, um, you know, to be educationally oriented from the very beginning of, of what we were doing. That's why we do the radio show. This is to educate the masses about their finances. And and we believe it's critically important. We There's an aspect of it that we weren't able to do in the early years just because there weren't enough of us we didn't have multiple advisors and appointments in those early years but now that's what you're going to see on an ongoing basis because we do believe it's important to have more than one advisor in the room working with you so that's a a little bit about how our process is designed what does it mean for you as we talked about the gen wealth ready to retire process and that's what our clients go through and it starts with sharing your financial needs and desires. We've talked an awful lot today about these rock and roll guys who really don't have a plan. They they just go out, they play, they they make a lot of money. Sometimes they die too soon. Sometimes they retire and then go back on stage. Sometimes they just never stop. What are your financial needs and desires? And it really starts in our ready to retire process with the discussion, John, about income. Yes, absolutely. The income need that you have in retirement is is really the foundation of your overall plan. And then after we kind of get an idea of how you're going to spend your money, how you're going to spend your time and areas that may need some special attention, then we begin to share with you our principles and and our strategies. And as I said, we are strategy based here. When we do something with someone, it is not just to come in and find the hot dot and put their money in that and hope it all works out. Uh, we are very much about how we're going to make this happen over a long-term period of time. And anything you do long-term has got to be strategy-based. And we talked about, too, uh, that it's outcome-driven. You talked about strategy-based. We're seeking an outcome rather than a rate of return. And how and where are you going to get your income? That goes into the ready-to-retire process, building your retirement income plan. Scott, I want to mention that that if you're wondering about those principles and wondering about those strategies of Gen Wealth, come by today at one o'clock at Wordsworth Books. We're doing a book signing of Your Retirement Should Be More. Uh, it is uh, the uh, book that Janet and I have authored, and, and we are really excited about the first time that we've got an opportunity to actually you know meet the public and, and get some books signed and, and get some books out into the public here in Little Rock. It is at Wordsworth Books on our street in the Heights, just north of the intersection of University and Cantrell uh, in uh, in a shopping center there. So come on by one to two today and you'll have an opportunity to know all of the principles that Gen Wealth is based on and some of the strategies that we execute for your retirement. So you've still got time if you're hearing us right now to go have a little lunch and then swing by the Heights. There's some great restaurants up there. You can have lunch and then swing by and talk to John and Janet, get your signed copy of your retirement should be more. And you can also plan to join us for our Gen Wealth Academy workshop coming up on Tuesday, December 4th. There's just a few days left and a few more seats available at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. 6.30 is the start time. We're talking about the three big risks. And, and our Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is all built around 
how to deal with these three big risks in retirement. You're right. After we go through this ready-to-retire process uh, on in the beginning stages of you sharing your financial needs and desires and us sharing our principles and our strategies with you, then your team goes to work. We begin to dig into the specifics of what's going on in your retirement program and how your plan needs to be designed. And the big thing, Janet, in our mind is that that plan is on paper, yes. on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So we address things, for example, like Social Security. That goes well beyond the question of how do I invest my assets, but it's a critical component of your retirement income plan, and we believe it it's, it merits the time that, that we put into it as part of your plan. And we're going to collaborate with you to help you harness, again, what we call the power of more. It's so important to go through that process as you prepare for retirement. So optimizing your Social Security income thinking about your health care options. Chad, this is something that you delve into with our clients on a regular basis as people are concerned about long-term care needs, just as an example. Right. I mean, you know, you've got outliving your money, but you've also got the longevity risk. And then with, with longevity means more health care. And so, you know, I know, Janet, that we, we meet with a lot of different clients and each one of these risks pertains to each client in some way. Right. But it's not a cookie cutter process. So every single plan that we do is unique to that client to help adjust and make make the plan work and work effectively against these risks. Here's where people miss that component of it, Chad. I want to just emphasize this for just a moment. People miss the fact that, yes, you're going to have health care needs and those need to be taken care of. But what's the purpose? The purpose is to try to protect and preserve the money that you have built up a lifetime uh, to fund your and your spouse's retirement and maybe leave a legacy to your kids. If that is important to you, if now if it's just you and you've got a bundle of money, you may not need long-term care be because you may be self-insured and you could spend that money down and, and everything would be fine. But if you have a spouse who might not be impaired by that long-term care event and they need to live on and you want to pass those assets on to your kids, then you may need to have some buffer there in the form of some type of protection against long-term care needs. So beyond addressing all the factors that we've talked about up to this point, the relationship continues. The relationship continues really, as we say, till, till death do us part. You know, we're, we're here for you, whether it's the advisor you start out with or somebody else down the road, because ultimately, you know what? We're going to retire at some point too. Mm -hmm. That's why we, that's another reason that we have two advisors in the room. Many times there's an age difference that you're dealing with. And so you have the opportunity later on for that younger advisor to become your lead advisor and walk you through the rest of your retirement. I wonder, does Mick Jagger have long-term care insurance? Hmm. <laughs> I think he probably – has he ever I, even I, thought about long-term care? <laughs> let, let me just venture a guess here yeah. to say – that he yeah. may not be insurable. How about that? <laughs> That's possible too. You know, there was a story going around uh, just the other day on the internet that Joe Perry, the guitarist for yep. Aerosmith, had died. Yeah. And I saw somebody tweet. They said, no, Joe Perry and, and uh, uh, Steven Tyler are not dead. They just look dead. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's the way to end rock and roll retirement. More of that next week. Thanks for listening. Go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com to find a number to set up an appointment and all about our upcoming workshops. And don't forget the book signing. One to two today. Words worth this. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. Thank you.